Got the 10 piece nugget meal and two hash browns. Fair. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> we are we're we're ruining a lot of we're ruining a lot of prime content here. So yeah, 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 let's yeah. let's get this going. Okay, okay, okay. So four, three, two. Hey there, listeners! Welcome back to the Happy Hour. My name is David Auger, and I'm not eating my dinner at the moment. I am joined, as always, by Beth. Hi. Um, <laughs> I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah! I am at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And we're the Happy Hour at Happy Hour, and you can find me at MetalDave01 if you haven't already. <sighs> Three games have passed since the last we recorded. Against Buffalo, the Florida Panthers, and most recently, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Since within those three games, the Habs are 2-1. and one. Right now, the Habs are 1-1 one one in the month of February. 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 Mm-hmm. Febrero. And if you follow me on Twitter... You know I get upset. I'm sorry. So, here's the thing. It's not that they lose. It's how they lose. That infuriates me. And I'll get into more detail about that as the episode goes on. Because we, we have a lot of things to talk about. Not only was there <laughs> hockey happening, and the Habs looked great in those two games that they won. Uh, in Buffalo, yes, they did. They really took it to Buffalo. Oh my God, against the Panthers, it's like they they made the Panthers into like a, a midget A team. So, yep. And that's not to say anything about midgets in the A. I, we're not allowed to say midget anymore. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think we are actually. Nope. Maybe I messed Little up. people. Did they, did they change the grouping? The hockey grouping? I'm not sure. No, yet. I don't think so. I don't think it's official, but it's been it's circulating, as they say. Um, regardless, we have a lot of things. Uh, it was Super Bowl Sunday! Super Bowl! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! Against the, Sunday, uh... Sunday, Sunday, The San Francisco 4-9s and the, uh, Kansas City, Missouri Chiefs. Um, what a... What a fucking idiot that guy is. Lord. I just... I can't wrap please, my god please somebody damn head around it. Canadian citizenship. Veronica already has it. She's fine. Anyway. But somebody please say... Like, it doesn't matter that normal people don't know. Normal people aren't presidents of the United States <laughs> with a staff of people to be like, excuse me, sir, you are incorrect. Not that he'd fucking listen to him anyway. Regardless, the Chiefs win. You know, LA Quebec. The, yeah. the Quebecer there that's uh, playing for the Chiefs won it. Uh, yeah. Good job, Paul Rudd. Congratulations. Big, big Chiefs fan. And, uh, yeah, we did all, we oh, did really? very well. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm happy for him. <laughs> look at us. Oh, just look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> God, what if we He's had the best faces? What a... He has the best face in general. What a darling, Period. darling man. 
Oh! I'd kiss him. I would, too, actually. I would lay a smack right on that good old cheek of his. Also 50. Mm-hmm. What? Just like J-Lo. Just like J-Lo. And ladies, I will let you cover the halftime show, so go for it. <laughs> it was a sex extravaganza. <laughs> That's exactly, it was, it was such, it was a flawless performance. It was wonderful. Um, and we got to it, see that for free. We for got to see it for free. For free. The costumes, the choreography, the symbolism of different mm -hmm. things in yeah. the performance as well. And it's just like, Joy. Mm -hmm. You look at Sakura. She had a smile on her face the whole time. She was having a great time, happy to be there. And my God, they're such good dancers. There was a lot of bitching going on about the lip syncing, and I'm sorry, you're not going to hit your notes and have not, a good you're vocal that. performance when you're doing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of JLo being 50, Shakira is 43. 43 years oh, old. She was born in the 70s, that. and she is 5'2". <laughs> How adorable is that? She is a wee lad, D. Pick her up and laugh. Wee lassie. Yeah, wee lass, that's right. So, pick her up and run away. She's fine. I mean... But as somebody who was in show choir and okay. notes, lip syncing, I understand. I'm not. I'm not mad about it. I was You're in there my, for the spectacle. I was in my exercise class today, and my teacher, like, <laughs> oh, while, <no. laughs> while we were doing things, was asking us, like, is this working for you? Is everybody feeling this? And I'm like, I, I, she expects me to talk right now? Mm -hmm. Like, I mm -hmm. can't even imagine doing that dance routine and having yeah. to sing at the same time. Yeah. Uh, for context, Jennifer Lopez. If you can't talk. What? For context, Jennifer Lopez is 5'5". Uh, 5'5". Five, five. Five, five. She's had my to... height. Hey, okay. Now yeah. I can. All right, gotcha. You can share nice. pants. I mean, in in the in the immortal words of Bubba Sparks, <laughs> "Booty, booty, 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 rocking <laughs> everywhere. everywhere." What a I think fabulous... that people have a problem with confident women, confident Absolutely. in themselves, and just up there performing and just being fucking fierce. People have a problem with that, and it's very telling. Well, it's a tell. It is such a weird fucking thing, too. Because what, what was the argument? Like, I don't want to see a strip show at the halftime show. Like, oh, ex Lord. excuse me. What? what? What the hell are you talking about? They're not stripping. You didn't say that about Adam Levine. Yeah, really. Really. Yeah. And even then, Adam Levine's nipples were an issue at the last halftime show. If I recall correctly, wasn't there like a big old stink about it? What? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, really? Oh, maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe I was pissed about I that. I Adam Levine shirtless in person. Like, really? I, I like Adam Levine. Yeah, I saw Damn. him in concert. I took a shirt off. Oh, wow. Uh, no, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> really? He took his whole shirt Apparently, off? I mean, I think that he does. <laughs> yeah, it's his stick. Or maybe he just got really hot. I don't know. But I'm just like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nipple. He was really he was sweating there. up there. All right. Of okay, course. can I say something? You may. Yes. What made Always. me really mad, uh -oh. and I'm, I, I can even bring this back to the Habs, what made me really mad is as that show 
was unfolding. My boyfriend and I were watching it. It was just the two of us in the living room. At the end of it, we were on our feet. We were like cheering. We were like, it was, it was such a fun, good, you know, lively performance. And it made me so happy. And then you turn around and see people are bitching about it. Why? Why? Insecurity. Fun hating is on a whole new level. Yeah. And it's uh, bringing it back to the haves and Twitter. I guess maybe it's social media in general that does this. Well, it's because people look okay. for things to be miserable about. Well, you, how can you be miserable about that? Well, you know what the problem with social media is, is that everybody, everything, everybody gets to voice their opinion and it sucks. I am a huge <laughs> proponent of revoking the First Amendment. You need a license, sir, if you want to speak your mind. I don't really believe that, but fuck, you should get a license to be on social media, though. Or the internet. Man, too much Our of a... opinions are really good, though. Our opinions are the best opinions. I have. Our fucking... opinions online? Mm -hmm. I really approve of them. Mm -hmm. But I a lot of them mm -hmm. are really bad. Yeah. So, no, Other but people's. I tweeted um earlier... And this was, um, oh my god, I'm sorry if it was, I think it was either Veronica or Beth had mentioned earlier, that what about cheerleaders? Yes! It's like, they're wearing yeah. less than what J-Lo and Shakira are wearing, but just as long as Shakira and J-Lo are being heard, apparently it's offensive. Yes. You just know that the cheerleaders are in the background somewhere, and sometimes at the Dallas Stars game, sorry girls, but ugh, Dallas, you gotta figure that out. Um... Yeah. It's so, it just, oh. And they're not cheerleaders. People used to cheerlead, but football cheerleaders, they're just putting on a They're putting on a show. They're a spectacle. And they're underpaid. All the time. Yeah. And all they that. are underpaid, yeah. So, spare me, spare me the outrage and the dismay over a woman who's not wearing very many clothes at a football game. I mean, hell. The cheerleaders are all like that. They're all hanging out of their costumes. Like, mm. this is not new. Yeah, and holy I crap. To think that Sh uh, Shakira and JLo's costumes were gorgeous. Yep. I loved them. Amazing. They were fun. It is 2020, people, and we are still Fucking bitching about women. Fuck's sakes. Shakira Fuck. wore the same yes! thing. Yes! Her character from Zootopia War, yes. a children's movie that is rated probably G, maybe PG. I don't know. I can't remember. I've seen no. it though. Yeah, but she's like great. Ooh, Graham McDonald, if you're a listener, that was a good tweet, sir. I just retweeted Ooh. it. So what? The, where he quote Look for you? Mm-hmm. Metal. Now, um. Dave zero one. That's me. Hello. Oh, Graham McDonald, of course. Uncle Shroom. Oh, he's Uncle the best. Shroom. He's the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah, One Uncle Shroom. One of our Shroom. OG listeners. Does he? Graham McDonald, may I just say? Yeah. That what he said, I've been saying it since my kids were little. Yeah. Like, if if I'm if I were watching a movie or something was on TV where a woman, you know, had like, you know, her boobs half out of her shirt, or maybe there was a scene where they saw somebody with a boob and whatever. I'm just <laughs> like, that's just the body. That's just that's that's what all of us look like under our clothes, mm -hmm. and it's exactly. normal. And it's I would much I would be much more disturbed um, if my son were watching like 
you know, five, six years old or whatever, watching some soup, something horribly violent oh. or, or, you know, guns and shit like that. That oh. stuff, I, I would not want him to oh. be exposed to or watch. But boobs and butts, it's just bodies. It's just and, TNA, and, baby. Yeah. And, exactly. and if you turn it into something that's like um, forbidden or bad or it's just that's... You, you create this stigma around like these beautiful women that we were watching perform yesterday everybody just fucking stop taking yourselves so seriously enjoy something like have you ever had a piece of candy please like go and get some and then just sit down and first put in a skirt and a bikini and give it (laughs) pom-poms the candy <clears throat> yeah. I I just thought of the uh, episode Stop name. Stop being a Grinch. I'm very proud Graham of this. Graham McDonald's oh, tweet. David's tweet said people complaining about Shakira and JLo and what they were wearing should take a look at, uh, I don't know, fucking NFL cheerleaders. Fucking yeah. morons. Fucking morons. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I tell it how it is. <laughs> and then Graham McDonald goes, and maybe while we're at it, all the shameless swagger and abject violence of the game also seems perfectly fine for the parents horrified by female bodies. Yeah. Very good tweet, Graham. Yeah. It's like he was listening to us. Yeah, man. It's, it's so creepy. <laughs> but, anyways, thank you, Graham. Uh, I think he's a Montrealer. You, I'm not sure, but he's a great tweeter. Mm-hmm. He is, Graham, he, where he, is are you? Great, he is a great dude. So, um, okay, so with that being said, that was a Super Bowl. And sorry to go into the Super Bowl, but it's a huge event. And that halftime show was incredible, even though I haven't seen it yet. I just got clips. In each clip, I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch this at some point. So, um, <laughs> and, and again, congratulations to the Kansas City, Missouri Chiefs. And, um, yeah, now uh, I guess... Uh, we can talk about hockey, but we should actually talk about uh, Big Hockey Minds Month. Uh, Beth, take it away. <laughs> right. I have a lot of shit to say about this, y'all. Um, Do so it. it's Black History Month, and um, I did not know this. Never seen a picture of me. I am a brown person. Um, one of my parents is a brown person, and it's weird sometimes being a brown person who likes hockey because there's not there's a lot more of us people think but there's not a ton of us so um i want to interject just for a second god damn it david matt yeah i'm white so let me (laughs) matt dumba is not african not (laughs) that entire commercial and there's a tweet that's circulating about it that entire commercial about black history month had both both of them has not one african american person in it and it's what? like, NHL, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I'll get to I don't understand. I have not seen, we didn't get the American commercials and our broadcast in Canada, so I'm not sure which one you're talking about. They're on, they're the, the NHL. They're these, I'll, I'll get to them. I'll get to them. I promise. I okay, promise. Cool. I promise. Okay. My bad. So, do we want the good news or the bad news first? Bad news first. Bad news first. Okay, so. Um. This is the second. This is only the second year that the NHL has celebrated um, Black History Month. Um, they are they have, are circulating this horrible commercial. Uh, two of them actually. 
um, where it's just three players from different teams, the NHL saying, my name is such and such. And I'm from this team. Join me in celebrating black history month. My and name is it. Gary white and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, that's Lord. it. These players have no emotion. They're just, it looked like they're just staring blankly at a cue card, reading it. And that's it. Like they they were not given direction. They were not asked like, Hey, can you seem excited? Can you seem happy? Can you seem interested? No, not. They have like the flattest affects. I'm like, you are you? Did you get chloroformed before this? Like, what's happening? Like, just be somewhat excited to be doing something. Or be black. Or, yeah, I mean, they they were. It's not their fault. They weren't. They. I don't think they volunteered. I think they were just like picked, probably. Um. Or but, even. Okay, I'm sorry. I keep <laughs> go. And I honestly wonder if they thought Dumbo was black and so they just picked him and he went with it. I Matt cer- Dumbo from the um from the wild. I certainly thought he was black because I'm like, hmm. A lot of people did. He that, has he skin a bunch of that is darker than mayonnaise. He must be black. He's darker than me. <laughs> um Yes, darker than Beth even. So there in these commercials there's not even like they're so short and there's not that's all that's said in the commercials. There's nothing up there's no facts, no fun like there's not like willie o'ree was the first black player to play in the nhl in 1959 yeah. or anything about any other black players at all um just no- nothing about black people in hockey at all um did you guys know that there is an nhl black hockey history tour bus that goes around the continent and did la- it did last year as well. From January 12th to March 22nd. Do you guys know anything about this? Zero. Yeah. No. Um, it goes t- uh, to 14 cities, including Seattle. Um, but I, w- I did a little bit of searching. There has been stuff on Google about it and on their website. But, like, why not put a, um, put a commercial about that or put that in your commercial? Um, it was in Washington in January. I had no fucking idea, so I couldn't fucking go. With Willie O'Ree is appearing at some of the places in some of the cities that the bus is going to, had no fucking idea. Um, and it's it, like it's this. I looked it up. There's pictures of it. It's all these different things about black people playing hockey, black athletes playing hockey, um, and how they've helped grow the game and things like that. But nobody knows about it because the NHL is doing a shit job of promoting it. So. Yeah, that's the bad news. But I have a fuckload of good news, which doesn't make up for it, but there's two really cool things. The first thing is there is a documentary that came out. um, It it was first shown, I think, in the spring or summer of 2019 called Willie about Willie O'Ree. It is streaming on the ESPN app for free. I checked for free. Cool. Um, for the whole month of December. So you do have to go on the ESPN app to watch it. Um, the whole month of February? The whole month of February. February 1st through 29th. It's about 90 minutes long. Um, and then on February uh, 17th, I believe it's 7 p.m. Eastern time, there's going to be a special premiere of it um, on ESPN2. And then it's also showing in um, a bunch of theaters in Canada you have to go to the movie's website and buy tickets from there. I think they said that if, like, and you have to, like, there's, like, a, the website's really cool. I definitely recommend it. I think it's, like, Willie Doc 
youtube.com. Just search Will You Read Documentary. It'll pop up. That's what I did. Um, but And you can, like, find your city. It's, it's just in Canada, not the United States. Um, but they said that uh, if you have to you have to buy your tickets online and they have to sell at least 50 for each show, 50 per showing for there to be an actual showing. Um, but the documentary is made by a team of women and minority filmmakers. There's appearances by Wayne Gretzky, Gary Bettman, Melissa, Melissa Nobles, who is the dean of the MIT School of Humanities, Arts, and Social Sciences, and an expert on race and social justices. Wayne Simmons, Devontae Smith-Pelly, Kelsey Colzer, Colzer, I think it's Colzer, sorry, and um, Justin Trudeau. And, of course, Willie Ree is in it. Um, the it's, Prime it's, Minister of Canada! <laughs> Just gonna throw it out there for people that don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's who. That's who Justin Trudeau is. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Beard and all. Um, I think um, he shaved. Ah, what? Sorry, Dave. Got to rethink your Halloween costume. Ah! <laughs> um, the documentary. My heart. Best sports documentary feature film at the 2019. Um. Uh, downtown Los Angeles Film Festival Montana. this past year. Um, his um, And I found out while doing some research that his first goal was a game winner against Montreal on New Year's Day in 1961. And he got a multi-minute standing ovation from the Boston Bruins fans in TD Garden. Which after <laughs> That didn't things, last. <laughs> like, and, and like this is after I found out that he, during games, he had black cats thrown on the ice i believe i'm guessing they were dead like people would throw ducks and octopuses what? on the ice yeah he had black cats um and cotton thrown at him on the ice while he was playing um there was a bunch of other really cool stuff that um i like i saw like in the trailer and some other interviews and things like that um from the documentary but um i'm i, I haven't watched it yet i didn't have a chance to but i'm excited to watch it um, this sounds really cool. I remember I went to the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2017. This is the year before he was inducted. And they had this little space for him um, right at the beginning. But and like I got really emotional about it just because I'm like, wow, that's, that only happened 50 years ago. And I don't think it was even 50 years ago then. Um, no, yes, I can't count. <clears throat> yeah but um and now he's inducted and everything but they um he's just experienced so much and so much has, in hockey has changed but he even he says today that there's still so much that has to that needs to change for athletes in all sports not just hockey but he says that right now there's a focus on hockey because of how few um players of color there are um, so definitely check that out. Like I said, it's streaming for free on the ESPN app. Um, you just search Willie in the search bar. That's what I did, and it should come up for you. And then I have one more thing that I found while looking things up today, and then everybody else can have a turn again. Um, but I found this really cool article about this man who is originally from Nova Scotia. Um, I forget what city. I'm sorry. Um, but now he lives in Ottawa. Um, Bob Dawson. He's 73 of Ottawa. He was the first black player in the Atlantic Intercollegiate Hockey League and later became part of the first ever all-black forward 
line in Canadian University hockey history, has completed his mission of having a Canada Post stamp commemorating the Canadian Colored Hockey League. Um, the stamp features an image of the winners of the 1904 Colored Hockey Championship, the Halifax Eurekas. Um, the Colored Hockey League started in the late 1800s um, wow. and disbanded in the um, 1930s due to lack of funds. Um, they introduced butterfly goaltending to ice hockey and um they are believed to have brought the slap shot to the sport when eddie martin of the halifax Eagles adapted his baseball swing for hockey um but yeah bob is bob is like i said he's 73 he's pl- been he's played hockey since he was a kid and still plays three times a week in two different leagues he said that when he couldn't get to a rink he'd skate on the ice covered sidewalks in front of his house and he's um, spent the last 15 years um, being a hockey evangelist and a black hockey historian. I got this information from um, an article written by Adrian Harewood of the CBC. Um, I lost his at. But I'm going to tweet this article. Um, it, there's so much stuff in this article. This thing is so long and so interesting. Um, it was a bunch about Bob Dawson, about uh, black hockey players, and about the um, the Canadian Colored Hockey League, which I'd never heard of before today. Um, so I'm going to tweet that out just so everybody can read it. I highly recommend it. It's awesome. There's really cool pictures in there of Bob when he was younger and of um, stuff from the Canadian Hockey League. There's stuff about descendants of players of Canadian Hockey League in there um, and things like that. It's really awesome. So I'm going to tweet that out for everybody. But that was something really neat that I found today. And I was really excited about it because I feel like it's unless you like nobody is like, hey, look at this thing. It's you have to really go digging for it a lot of times. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, I don't know, like, it'd be cool if people just went and like maybe just read a little bit like did some digging of their own about black people in hockey or just in general like because i yeah. feel like just one month isn't enough and the nhl is struggling so yeah that was really good they didn't talk about pk suban at all Not he- i don't there? think he's black black <laughs> what? i think he's jamaican what? That's he's different. Not, well, he, he's not African American. He is um, his one of his friends is from Jamaica, and the other one is from Montserrat. Yeah, so um, that's a so, but different he's, thing. He's still there. a black guy. <clears throat> well, he's not, okay. not African American, but I mean, a lot of people. And that's that's another don't distinction have the too. Privilege of knowing where they come from. So African American is a blanket term used for a lot of people, but and DSP is Canadian. And that's another thing that I don't know yeah. is a I, did, I don't know how I, much of a factor that is honestly yeah. that uh, Black History Month is an American holiday or oh, American it's remembrance. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah, because I, when I was googling things, it was like Canada's doing something for Black History Month. It was something about money, but I couldn't get the page to load. Oh, um, see, that's the I think there's a I don't know. There shouldn't be a technical thing to it, but I believe that there is. Because there's no Black History Month in, say, I don't know, Spain. No. Black History Month 2020 in the United States. 
Yeah, it's I just Googled Black History Month Canada. Black History Month 2020 in Canada began on Saturday, February 1st, and ends on hmm. February 29th. All right. Okay. Um, oh, United celebrated... States, Canada, and while oh, a... Ireland, Netherlands, and the UK, yeah. it's in October. So it's different in different places. Who knows? The uh, reasons are lost to time. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool, Beth. Yeah, Thank it was. You. Thank you. And you're going to share that with us? Yes, I'm going to tweet out that article Okay. Um, for everybody. I do, like, seriously, it's so cool. Like, it's a lot. I mean, it's, it'll take you maybe five minutes to read it. It's not super long, but there's lots of really cool pictures in there um, and just really cool stories. And Bob Dawson looks like a really cool dude, and I'd love to, like, have coffee with him at some point, if possible, just to talk to him and hear what he has to say, like, any stories he'd like to tell or anything he wants to share. But 100% cool. will be tweeting that out. Okay, and I wonder if we'll be able to watch the um, Willie O'Ree documentary in Canada because lots of times <gasps> videos aren't you know available up here. Like we don't yes. have ESPN. Fuck. Thanks, so... Beth. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. I don't know. I don't know. You never know. Um, don't yeah, worry about times, it. Like people will send me something and it'll be I can't watch that because I'm in Canada. Yeah, they have a Twitter. I'll tweet at them and ask them if there's a streaming. If they know of any streaming places for Canadians, um, and see okay. if they answer me. Cool beans. All right, we can get back to Habs now if you want, because I don't have anything else. I don't think for Black History Month. That makes sense, I suppose. Do, 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 so, yeah, we uh, covered the Super Bowl, covered uh, Black History Month, both important. Black History Month more so important. But now let's get to the most important thing of all, the Habs. We start out the podcast talking about how, since last week, the Habs have played against uh, Buffalo with a win, 3-1. to one. Good game. Uh, empty netter by... Was it Tatar there? Ta-ta! I believe? Yeah, yeah. Empty netter. Promise. Ta-ta! I think it was assisted by Suzuki, who was very... Yes. Um, very generous in that goal, that empty netter. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Jack Eichel ran to the net and then broke his stick over, uh, the you know the net itself, the and uh, he was uh yeah. he was not a happy boy. Then the next game, February the first, Saturday, the first uh back to back of February, which is a packed month when it comes to games, the mm-hmm. the busiest of the season. Uh, the Florida Panthers came into Montreal. Florida Panthers are a good team, especially in the goal-scoring department. Uh, they have a lot of weapons. I don't recall the last time that they played the Habs, but I think they lost. December 29th. Oh. Very. Oh, yep. That's um, yep. That is a true statement, and they lost by one. That's right. It was a 6-5 to five game. A freaking barn burner in Florida ended yeah. up edging the Habs in yet another one-goal game. Uh, Saturday night was uh, very different. The Habs opened the scoring by Nick Suzuki in the slot. Wow, what a shot. Gang past Bobrovsky. And after that, the Panthers couldn't get themselves back into it. Uh, of course, this was uh, the Panthers' first game after their bye week. 
but uh, no excuses in the NHL. Nope, Too bad, so no sad. No excuses. He lost nope. against the Habs. It's, uh, no excuses. Losing against the Habs is punishment enough this season. <laughs> David! I'm just stating the obvious. If they lose against David. Jersey tomorrow, I'm going to have a problem. You already Let's have make a sure problem, you are able I to think. drive your car back to. I'm not driving! <laughs> Heath is driving. driving. Heath. Heath. I don't trust people named Keith. Heath. Heath or Heath? It's Heath. 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 Like Heath Ledger or Heath Bar? Like Heath Ledger. Okay, like Heathen. Yes, uh, yes. This is uh, Heath Yakish, uh, one of my uh, rejects uh, teammates. <laughs> and, um... Anyway, Montreal won that game 4 nothing. Price gets the shutout, surpasses Ken Dryden, the all-time shutout list. Congratulations, Carey Price. You are a wonder. Yes. Also yeah. leads the league in starts. Mm, nice nifty stat, but also not great. The next day, which was yesterday, uh, Super Bowl Sunday, <laughs> the Habs went up against the Columbus Blue Jackets. A team that I don't know what they are, but yet they defeated Montreal in a score of 4-3, to three, and I was not a happy boy, as per usual, when the Habs lose like that. And by like that, I mean they had a chance. They had it. The last two minutes, pull price, get the extra skater on, and it was a complete debacle from the start. As they got the wonder... they got the quick empty net. I'm going to go on for a second here, because yeah. after that, Weber Weber gets the goal to bring it in within one again. Awesome, thank you. I hit my hand Shea on Weber. my fan when I jumped up yeah. when he scored, which was great, and that is good. However, not about hitting your head. That's not good. No. Right, right. The goal scored. So the math. Uh, no, no. So I think there's maybe. A minute, 45, maybe a minute or 45 seconds left. 107. 107. A little over a minute left in the game. And uh, timeout, I believe, at that point. Because all the Habs gather around Kirk Muller and he draws up his plan to win the game. And what it was, was dumping it in and doing fuck all for that last minute. Are you still going to defend Kirk Muller? No! I haven't been defending Kirk Muller just, all season for the past two years. I don't think I've been defending <laughs> Kirk Muller. Yeah, but his power play fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I told you. Everybody no, when? It down or not. When was this conversation? This, two years ago, I guess. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Regardless, St. Louis, since Kirk Muller left, has won a fucking Stanley Cup. I guess he wasn't critical to their success. Now, that's not even, that's not here, there, or anywhere. Two dump-ins that result in zero puck possession, and the clock whittles down to nothing. Habs lose 4-3. to three. Dumping the puck drives me insane. It's what Michel Therrien, that was his we tactic to, we for almost every game. Was dumping the puck in and hoping that the forecheck can get there. Now, maybe it's 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 within the realm of possibility that when you <laughs> dump the puck in and you have six skaters on the ice, one of those six skaters are probably going to get it. 
that's the idea. Two times right? they tried it and two times it failed. My philosophy is that, and I'm not a coach or a specialist by a any stretch of the imagination or a philosophizer, is that if you have six players, you can probably get into the blue line with possession in some way, somehow, especially if you have a passer on the team like fucking Kovalchuk or Suzuki or Domi. I've seen Domi blow his way through the blue line plenty of times to face yeah. off four players, draw those four players in and chip it to the boards. That then, that chip to the boards is your oh shit, is a hab going to get it moment. Because I think the statistics would be in your favor that he would since you have four Columbus Blue Jackets shitting their pants at Max Domi coming into the coming past the blue line like a man on fire but he had some sweet dangles yesterday oh he did he's 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 get he's close he's close yeah, to getting he's right his there stuff. didn't he get a point last night he scored oh yeah yay but he just like maneuvered his way through players like he's he was he's, doing very well he's very close no no yes. he's, he's getting he's getting it back um so that's that's a lot of stuff actually we should talk about because in the past week a lot of stuff happened with the abs uh let's get past the uh the fun things first and get into the more controversial um ba -ba -ba -bum. i gotta look through this here uh carrie price molson cup honor in january good job we know why uh, again uh, and it all started with the return of Brendan Gallagher to the lineup against Buffalo? Yes. Yeah, so he returns and he scores, I recall. That's right. Good for him. Yeah. So Brendan Gallagher's back, and he's the regular Brendan Gallagher that we've seen so far. Did not miss a step in his game, despite, you know, scary concussion protocol stuff. Um, Shaw, Andrew Shaw, uh, former mm. fan of the podcast. Um <laughs> Who is still out due to a concussion. Yep. Oh, no Plus kidding. Paternity leave. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, he's been out for a, a long months. time. Yeah. Oh. yeah, with concussion stuff. That sucks. So he uh, he apparently either called or texted uh, Gallagher, and he's like, you idiot for playing, you know, uh, so soon after his initial uh, concussion scare. game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. So there's that. Um... Okay, we don't have to talk about that part, actually. And then things started rolling. Um, Kale Fleury was assigned to the Rocket. So Fleury's now playing uh, in the top six on the Rocket. So, you know, before that, he's been sitting scratched, essentially. Uh, not playing for the Habs for a number of games. But now he'll be playing down in the Rocket. Thank God. And that is, uh, I believe, a precursor to the new thought uh, for the management since Jasperi Kotkaniemi is now a Laval Rocket player, having been assigned there uh, last week on Saturday. Yeah, he was assigned Saturday, which uh, really changed the lineup uh, for the Habs going forward. Uh, Jasperi Kotkaniemi, sweet baby eagle, has sweet been... Sweet baby eagle. Sweet baby eagle has been uh Meet baby eagle predominantly playing as the third line center and that's usually with um oh geez who's uh who are the guys on the third line there at the moment wheel cousins yeah. no 
How come I can't think of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a... It's so crazy because I had uh, the lineup over here. So let me give, give a second there. Regardless, what what the major change uh, in that is... Uh, we have a new spine in the team. We have Dino, Suzuki, Domi, and Thompson. Uh, instead of like uh, uh, Dino, either Suzuki or Domi, Kotkaniemi, and then Thompson... And that new line there, I mean, or that new center depth that we have now, that paid dividends against a Florida Panthers team that's, like, really good at hockey. Didn't quite convert uh, in uh, in the Columbus game, but there were other things going on with that Columbus game that were just nuts. Uh, Carey, uh, he wasn't as sharp as he has been, which, hey, it happens. Unfortunately, we're at that point in the season where everybody has to be 100% all the time. And it's impossible to ask that, especially of one person. And, you know, Veronica, you've been saying for a while that we need a legit backup. And we don't have one. No. No. Especially with fucking Keith Kincaid and Laval. Holy hell. What a what a circus that is down there with, with Kincaid. I don't I don't get it. I don't I mean Yeah. Holy cow. Holy cow. If people don't know, I'm I'm talking about uh, uh, Kukaniemi's first game in Laval, followed uh, the afternoon game between the Habs and Florida. So it was the Florida Habs game, and then like an hour or two later, it was uh, the Laval game. And Laval, four to one, six minutes left, and they lost in overtime. Just oh my god! But Bouchard. I was following the game on Twitter, and my blood pressure was. Oh my, just, I was, I was shocked, just floored with all that, and uh, Bouchard had a lot to say in French that I did not quite get, but apparently he saw what was coming and just let it happen. Yeah. And um, he's an interesting guy, Bouchard, but uh, he'll probably be the guy moving forward. I had things to say after that game, but uh, reading up on what Bouchard's, uh, mentality was um i take it back i support it yeah i mean I, if you still support him you gotta if you're gonna if you're gonna learn learn where it doesn't quite matter well and that's exactly the thing like what i was saying to you dave uh, yeah i think in dms was the, uh the ahl mm -hmm. that's where they're developing so it's about teaching them and it and and i felt vindicated afterwards because bouchard said the exact same thing it's about teaching them. It, it, he was saying it in particular with regard to Kotkaniemi. Um, is he's teaching him to be a two hundred foot player, play in all situations, ideally three on three, five on four, all of this, you know, and and having him and with all of his players, having all of them ready to go to the Habs if they need if the Habs need help, and so. If the wins come in the AHL, that's great, but it's not about winning. So there was a lot of um, consternation, to put it mildly, on Twitter after that game about Bouchard as a coach. And it was just like, I don't understand. Have you forgotten what that league is about? Like, yes, winning is great and winning is, you know, encouraging and making the playoffs and all of that is great. But it's not about getting that win. And and and. Ideally, after losing in that fashion on Saturday, like he said, take 
from that and learn from it. I'm done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just like it's the AHL. That's where they're developing. And then that was another thing that um, Mitch Gallo had it in a tweet maybe yesterday or today. But it was a really good tweet. And he said last because there's a lot of hand wringing now over having sent Kotkaniemi down to the AHL and Arpen Basu wrote a magnificent piece on that in the athletic. It was really good. And basically KK has an excellent attitude and the attitude that you're supposed to have. And he, um, uh, he was talked to Arpen about driving to the rink that day with Kale Fleury and Arpen asked him like, you know, how, how were you feeling like on that ride or whatever to the game in the, to a game in the AHL? And he's like, I was excited. I was excited because I knew that I was going to play more than nine minutes. I was really excited. And hmm. you saw the clip where he's like smiling and doing, and then he didn't get to play that many minutes because they were always on the PK. So he didn't get as many minutes as he wanted, but he still played 16 minutes that night. Yes. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Now, that brings into uh, light. Oh, sorry. And sorry, uh, just to finish that off, what Mitch Gallo said was because everybody's like, oh, they rushed him, they rushed him. And now look at what has, what's happening. Well, don't forget Victor Mete went and played in the AHL for a couple of weeks last year and came back transformed. So what Mitch said is this is actually not hard. Last year, Kotkaniemi was NHL ready. Right now, he belongs in the AHL. It's not hard. It's not a big fucking deal. You don't have to ruin your lives over it. You don't have to go crazy. It just is what it is. And this is going to do do him good because he had been struggling and, I guess, uh, struggling with his confidence. So just a change of scenery and getting out of that mm -hmm. atmosphere and, and playing uh, with, you know, more among his peers, quote unquote, even though they're not really. But yeah, just go, go and have a good experience and, and, and play a lot of minutes. And like uh, Bouchard said, in all of those situations, and it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. No, nope. yeah. stop. And he he even said it. himself that he needs a confidence boost. There you go. Sweet baby eagle. Yeah. I'm, I'm just done with all of that. <laughs> Judging, prejudging, you know, it's all because he played as, in the NHL as an 18-year-old and he was too young and they rushed him. No, he played himself into that roster at a training camp last year. That and is that's, correct. That's yes, it yep. is that simple. Now, yep. this kind of rolls into the question of uh, Claude Julien. And I'm sick of it. Even though there are things that he does or people in his staff do on the bench that, that drive me up a goddamn wall. Cousins is um, my my new whipping boy. At least because in the game against Columbus, he was not that good. But, you know, what can you say? Kokanyemi in the game against Washington last week was not that good. Hence, sent down. Whatever. Or scratched, then sent down. Whatever. Um, but the idea that Claude is either losing the room or he's not good 
at uh, playing young players. I, I don't... Nope. No. No. I don't see that at all. And the only reason I think that is because of Nick Suzuki. Look yep. at... Look at Suzuki! It's not... He's amazing. It's, it's not you put a coach somewhere and he's going to inject talent into your fucking brain by sheer mm -hmm. will. What Suzuki just has the 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 mindset and the tools available to him to be able to thrive wherever you put him. And it is it's astonishing, honestly, that uh I mean that number one that he's a hab and number two that yeah. he's doing as well as yet as he is. At the beginning of the season you know, we knew hey, Suzuki, he makes some pretty fancy plays. But now he's producing at a rate that is expected of, like, a, you know, a general great uh, NHL player. Now, is that all due in part to Claude Julien? In part, no. Not particularly. But because of Suzuki's work ethic... And because of his experience, Claude is trusting him more to make him the second line center, winging with fucking Armia and Kovalchuk. That's a quite a line. That line against the Panthers was a meat grinder. Whenever they were on the ice, they were incredible, absolutely incredible to watch. Suzuki's well, you make a good point. Yeah. He, yeah, he is young, but you make a good point about uh, Suzuki playing on whatever line. Mm -hmm. Any situation. And it's the same thing with Gallagher. Yeah. Playing on whatever line. Yeah. Just go out there and fucking do it. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of Brendan Gallagher, just quickly, one of the, my favorite parts of him being back is just the energy that mm -hmm. he injects into that into the whole roster yeah. but like one of my favorite things is after he scores or or one of his line mates scores how he just brings them right in <laughs> helmet to helmet <laughs> and starts shouting whatever it is that he's <laughs> shouting and he's just so passionate it's just oh my god i'm glad he's back <laughs> when when suzuki scored um the opening goal on saturday kovalchuk <laughs> like like grabbed him he's like <laughs> Celebrate with me, child! And, and Suzuki's like, I always loved you as a child. <laughs> you are a legend to me, and now I'm playing with you. Hi. Oh, Lord. That's a cool story. So, yeah. Cool story. I am not about the whole replacing Claude, because this isn't no. the same situation that it was uh, with Terian uh, years ago. Um... You know, whatever. Tyrion hated talent. Yeah. Claude hates youth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's that's the whole thing too. And it's just it's not at all that. I mean, if Claude hated youth, why was Kotkaniemi so good last year as an eighteen-year-old? You know, becoming a nineteen-year-old. It's not. It's not that. Kill Flurry didn't have the greatest of games, so they scratch him. Then they send him down. It's 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 not that they're scratching them to punish them. It's also partly resource management which also deals with christian folan being called up the habs once um what is it there once um once flurry was sent down they only had six uh defensemen on the roster 
if one of them get injured, they get caught in the whole like, ah, oh, crap, what are the rules to bring up a guy? So now that they have this seventh guy here with Folin, uh, you know, they can they can suffer an injury or a flu, which we're going to talk about now. Listen, bitches. For fuck's sake. <laughs> All right, I thought, now, I might be alone in this, but I thought this was the strangest thing today. There was a practice scheduled for today. It was canceled. Now, that doesn't mean that some players were, like, frolicking on the ice, because they were. Nick Suzuki was in his shorts at the bench, dangling. Druen got some ice time alone, uh, I believe, in his own, you know, against the, the net there. Because what happened uh, after... Uh, what happened was that Claude explained afterwards that they are essentially bleaching the the dressing room and the locker room yeah. for the Habs because the flu is bad. Okay, okay, that's that's all. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, all right, for sure. Great, great, great. Now there's gonna be something to that later. I'm gonna add, but the team goes to Jersey. The team arrives in Jersey. An hour or two later, <laughs> the. The Twitter account announces that Carey Price did not make the trip. And then, and then, and then they say that their uh, emergency, emergency recall of Caden Primo, who has to somehow get his ass down to Jersey now. Probably an Uber for like $400. <laughs> and I just, so, and why it's weird to me is that why... Why did they announce that Price was not making the trip when they were already in Jersey and then they recall Caden just to have him somehow get to Jersey from Laval? I thought that was They want to keep odd. things interesting. Well, and well, two, and what I mentioned in DMs is that they probably didn't want to deal with the media circus. Claude, that's exactly it. Claude was probably like, I don't want to talk to the fucking Stu Cowan about this. It's <laughs> the know? flu. Exactly, it's the flu. So, but it's, but again, now this is funny too. Another part of this is that um, a week or two ago, I think, there was a bunch of, there was like at least a couple players that had flu-like symptoms so they were missing practice, right? Yeah. And at that point, they didn't gas the freaking locker room or the dressing room. It was when Carey Price goes down that they decide <laughs> to bring in the freaking cleaning crew to scrub the place clean. I thought that was I thought that was kind of interesting, honestly, but I just thought it was weird. So tomorrow night it's gonna be a tandem of either or the question's gonna be Lindgren or Promo. Oh my god, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> What's going to happen? <laughs> I I'm going to go with Primo. Because he's, he, he's won one. So. Lindgren has not. I don't like Lindgren's face. I just have no idea. <laughs> also, uh, Druen also did not make the trip. No. Which is... Um, so the whole idea behind that, I believe, is that it's just a one-game road trip. Um Right. Like, so there's that aspect of it, and I'm just going to double-check the schedule really quick, make sure I'm right. Yeah, uh, one-game road trip, then they're back eh, Then they're back at the Bell Center for the Ducks, the Leaves, and uh, Arizona for the next three games. And, uh, yeah, very even road and home schedule this month, it seems. Cool. But, yeah, so it's a quick trip, too, comparatively. Jersey to Montreal. Ah, yeah. 
it's like a two hour three hour flight if that but yeah anyway so hopefully Caden got down to Newark tonight yeah I know somebody who's gonna be in Newark yeah tomorrow. speaking of I'm gonna Newark. be at the game tomorrow and I'm like <laughs> I don't know what to with think. Keith with Heath <laughs> You're gonna watch a. You're gonna. You're gonna see them win. I'm gonna see Kovalchuk score a fucking hat trick. Yes. That's what I want. I want to rub it in everyone's face, like ah, you see that? You know he's ours. He's our superstar. You're still paying for him. They literally <laughs> are. Uh, literally. The... Yep, I am not making up that absolute fact. Mm -hmm. That they are still. Paying one second. They are paying. Where the hell did it go? I had it here. Yeah, they are paying a recapture penalty of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars every year until two thousand twenty-five because of the Ilya Kovalchuk nonsense that happened way back when. It wasn't even that long ago. Yeah, it was. Like 20, How long ago was it? It was like 2014, 2015. Okay, it was like five or six years ago. But that's like ancient history in today's hockey. Yeah, yeah. But and, I mean, yeah. in actual years, it's in, not that long ago. In the history of Earth, that's a bit of a pinprick. But <laughs> <laughs> in our in our social media-driven lives, it's, it's ancient history. Yeah. Do you even know what happened five years ago? I don't want to think it's, about it. Five years ago was a simpler time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones was still good. Um, <laughs> Walking Dead was pretty interesting, too, still. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was generally, in general, it was a happier time. Yeah. 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 Do you guys want to hear a fun fact? What? <clears throat> yes, please. It's about Max Domi. Goddamn. What did Max Domi do? He played his fucking 250th consecutive yes! fucking game. Oh, Iron Man streak. Awesome. Granted, these were not all with the Habs, but mm, mm -mm. he's played every game since January 31st, 2017. And it's currently the longest Iron Man streak on the Canadians. Yeah, I was going to say, there is... um. I forget who the actual player is that actually has that. I think he's a Blue Jacket, actually. Uh, that has like 800 games or something crazy like that. But um, regardless, good on Domi. That's a yeah. that's not easy to do. I mean, no. I play hockey as a beer leaguer, and I'm like, I don't want to play today. I do, but I'm like, mm, do I the good news play? about Max Domi is everything. Is everything. Um, everything. But he, um, he, he, his hair. did he? He did. I saw it the other he day. He looks like his dad. Ha! The curls. Oh, I didn't notice that. I thought I sent it to DMs. I'm sorry. But yeah, he was doing a gig interview in the locker room and I was like, where is his hair? <laughs> um, the good thing about him is that both he and Lekunen last week were like, they were like ground zero, right? With the flu. Um, oh, Lekkonen. 
Much props. Wow, what a freaking couple of games you've had. Go on, I'm sorry. Neither 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 of them missed a game. So yeah. that's the good news. So if Carrie Price is sick today, be sick today. Don't go on a trip. Why are you gonna get on a plane if you're feeling like shit? Stay home, get better. Gonna go down there and beat New Jersey. Maybe with Caden Primo, I hope. And then you can play the next game. That's it. Yeah. <sighs> it's not like a five day flu. No. 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 It's just a little one. There are no man um, flus in the NHL. <laughs> the uh, the the current active NHLer with the most games played is Keith Yandel. Oh. With 847 games. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Blue Jacket, right? How old is he? Um, let's find out. Uh, he's a Panther right now. Oh, that's right. He's that's why. 33. Yep. Yep. Shea Weber's going to play his 1,000th game this year. Yeah. Let's see. So, wait a second. Okay, so if he's 33 and he's running an 800, so that streak started when he was, like, 22. That's incredible. That is incredible. I think I've had him on fantasy um, for a couple years. He's a decent defenseman. Nice. Cool. Nice. Uh, and um, yeah, I think uh, I think that uh, that kind of wraps up uh, the pod today. Actually, tonight. Is that it? See, so yeah, that's it. We're um. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. Nobody play the music. You gotta prove it. Just. Let's get, get loud. loud. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Shakira, Shakira. Man, they were great. Yeah, they so were great. They were pretty good. Oh booty, 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 Amazing. booty, rocking booty, everywhere. Booty, 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 booty. That's everywhere. right. Rocking everywhere. <laughs> There's it's something so exciting to me about somebody who really knows how to dance it's it's so it's such a good energy to me it is it is yeah. oh i have okay wow hmm there was uh, somebody i knew in high school that was a phenomenal dancer and i just thought of her yeah. hope you're well nicole also uh fun fact the player with the greatest goals against average on the habs is caden promo Fuck yeah, it is. What a kid. Wait, it'll be him tomorrow. What a kid. I'd be surprised. Wait. What a kid. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. I, think I, I would be surprised if it wasn't Caden Primo playing tomorrow. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, wait a minute. Are you saying that it's the, the bad? No, no. He has the best record right now. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's right. Like, That's it. Cool.
again.